Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Chris Terry from Gen Z Media. In anticipation of the February 12th launch of Cupid and the Reaper, we thought we'd give you a little preview of the show and some behind-the-scenes interviews with the cast and creators. We're really proud of this show, and if you loved Becoming Mother Nature, you're going to love this one too. Gen Z Media presents Cupid. Chapter 2 of The Nature Verse. Hi, I'm David Kreisman, co-creator and writer of Cupid and the Reaper. Cupid and the Reaper is an epic ten-part sequel to Becoming Mother Nature, but it's also a very new story. It's an adventure and a mystery, and also a bit of a buddy comedy. Becoming Mother Nature introduced this universe where a legendary figure like Mother Nature exists, where a 13-year-old girl can be tasked with balancing the whole world. And with Cupid and the Reaper, that world is about to get a whole lot bigger. Hey, I'm Isabella Dennison, and I play Chloe Lovejoy, a.k.a. Mother Nature. When we met Chloe in Becoming Mother Nature Season 1, she was kind of an angry girl. Uh, She wasn't really happy about being sent to live with her grandma, who she really didn't know, and she wasn't sure really where she belonged in the world. What do all these buttons do? Who's down here? Show yourself or face the consequences. What's happening? Grandma, it's me! And Oscar! Oh, Chloe. I saw the door broken and I... What are you doing down here? Did you just create a thunderstorm inside? How? I think you know how, Chloe. Then... It's true. You're... Mother Nature. For now. But one day soon, you'll be taking over. By the end of Season 1, Chloe learned to find balance in her life so that she could ultimately bring balance to the world as Mother Nature. Auxilium! Something in the book. Ursinus threw him. Hey, give me that book back! Stupid bear! Run with the bear, go! Stop! Eurysmus! Ugh! Terror concusses! See, I don't need the book to Oscar now! At the start of Cupid and the Reaper, Chloe has been Mother Nature for over a year now, and her sidekick, Felix, and her are making it work, although she still really misses her grandma, of course. And then she gets this alert that something strange is going on in Savannah, Georgia, and learns about Cupid and the Grim Reaper. (sighs) Chloe? Wow, that really is a strong headache. Something's not right. 
Savannah, Georgia. What? No, I'm looking at the monitors. Everything is... Wait. That's not right. Didn't I just say that? You're right. There's an anomaly. You probably remember that at the end of Becoming Mother Nature, we hear Ismail go into this big house, and he's meeting with his mysterious boss, and they start talking about a kid in Savannah, Georgia. And this is the first moment where we realize Chloe's not the only one out there with powers. Mother Nature has finally found her balance. And the boy in Savannah? Nice kid, but he's going to have a rough time of it. So he doesn't know yet? No, and he's not ready. When will he be ready? Hard to say. How would you feel if you were 13 years old and you're about to find out you're the Grim Reaper? My name is Jesus DeLorden, and I play Mondo Ramirez, a.k.a. the Grim Reaper. Mondo is an eighth-grade kid who was planning on doing a proposal for his crush, Harper, but everything just crashed. It was a whole disaster, and he was cursed with the powers of the Grim Reaper. I'm calling an ambulance. Let me check your pulse. Oh, that's a bony hand. That's a totally bony hand. Ow! Let go! I'm finally free. I curse you with the robe and scythe. You are deaf now until the day you die. We all think of the Grim Reaper as this embodiment of death with the scary robe and the skeleton face, but... Mondo's just a kid in 8th grade, and just like Chloe before him, he is not ready for this job. The Grim Reaper has a lot of cool powers, but for the first power is when he puts on his robe, he's actually invisible to everybody else. Also, with his scythe, he can teleport around the whole world and just wherever he wants to go. He also has a phone app called Cerberus, where it tells him how many souls to collect. It's pretty unusual that the Grim Reaper is now a middle schooler in Savannah, Georgia. But what's even stranger is that it turns out there's someone else at Mondo's school who also has mythical powers. Hey, I'm Preston Bowman, and I play Marcus Aronson, a.k.a. Cupid. Marcus is a middle schooler who is very logical. He likes order and control over things. And when he doesn't get that, he tends to flip out a little bit. Marcus has a lot of trouble figuring out if he can control love because he loves to have control over things or if it should be something that he should leave to happen on its own. Stand back, please. Bo. Sagita una corda dua. One arrow, two hearts. Bullseye. Got them both right in the heart with one arrow. Of course I did. I'm the greatest archer in the world. And now, the dog-loving woman spots the squirrel-feeding man on the bench, and a love connection is made. When Marcus is using Cupid's powers, he has the ability to make wings appear and disappear on command. And he also has Cupid's arrows, which he can shoot at people to make people fall in love or fall out of love. Mondo doesn't like the way Marcus handles love, and Mondo actually believes that Marcus isn't a good Cupid. And they have very different perceptions of love, and when it comes to love, it's just a huge disagreement. Marcus and Mondo are very different people. Marcus, again, likes control and order, and cares a lot more about grades than socialization. Whereas Mondo is very relaxed about everything. He doesn't worry too much, and he has a big social life. So 
they're kind of like yin and yang. So they don't get along too well. They bicker and fight a lot, but I think they secretly like each other. Meanwhile, back in California, Chloe's working on solving a mystery of her own, and she gets wind of what's happening in Savannah and the fact that it's not going very well. When Chloe first meets Marcus and Mondo, she thinks that they're total disasters who are basically ruining the world, but she also knows that they're going to have to find a way to work together to stop the chaos. Well, when Chloe shows up, Mondo doesn't really like how she's just bossing everybody around. Mondo thinks he has everything under control and that he's okay and responsible enough for this whole Grim Reaper job, but in in reality, he really isn't, and he needs somebody to guide him, but he doesn't like it when Chloe comes and just bosses everybody around him. It's a rough start when Mondo and Chloe first meet each other. When Marcus first meets Chloe, he immediately has this instant crush on her. Um, he can't talk to Chloe at all because though he's Cupid, Marcus has a lot of trouble talking to girls that he thinks are pretty. So it's very funny and ironic. Nice opossum, by the way. Don't try to butter me up. Butter. Butter is good on toast, but not on shiny, shiny hair. (laughs) Why would I say that? What is he going on about? Don't mind my friend Cupid over here. He's bad at girls. And what are you bad at, Grimmy? My friends call me Mondo. I'm not your friend. Are you mine? Friend? Seriously? This guy is Cupid? Marcus is actually... So this power team of Mother Nature, Cupid, and the Grim Reaper are going to have to find a way of making this crazy dynamic work, which is kind of fitting since in the making of Cupid and the Reaper, the Gen Z team had to figure out a new way to make things work too. Hi, I'm Michelle Tattenbaum, the director of Cupid and the Reaper. So when we started working on this show, we just recorded the first episode on its own. And it was back at the beginning of 2020. And we got all the actors in the cast together in a big studio. And they got to record with one another and play the scenes together. And that's how we used to make our shows. And then when COVID-19 Uh, arrived and we all had to stay at home. We had to figure out a whole new way of working and recording. So what we started to do is we started to send recording equipment to actors' homes and some of them already had their own recording equipment. And then we would connect with the actors over the internet and record their lines. And we could actually record at our end, on our computers, even though the actors were really far away. And sometimes we would be able to get two actors connected so that they could do scenes together. That's actually how we recorded Mondo and Marcus, Jesus and Preston. But in some cases, the actors just have to record totally on their own and imagine the way the other actors are gonna say their lines and then try and respond as if they've heard the other actors say their lines. And then we edit it all together to make it sound like a conversation. Well, when we recorded Becoming Mother Nature and also Six Minutes, we would come into the studio and it was always a really awesome experience. But this time we did everything remotely and I live in Texas, so I recorded it all from home in a makeshift recording studio. And I only met the rest of the cast over Zoom. The pandemic affected the way we recorded Cupid and the Reaper. The first episode before the pandemic, we went into the studio to record, which is my favorite type of recording. I like to go in and be with my castmates, and my grandpa takes me to get donuts when we go into the city. So I have a great time. Not that I didn't have a great time at home, 
we recorded the rest of the season from home, which was a lot of fun because my parents have never actually seen me do my job before. So they didn't know what it takes to do voiceover. You know, there's a lot of physicality to it. I did some jumping jacks before certain lines and I was shouting a lot, bothering my sister while she was doing homework. It was, it was different, but it was fun. After the pandemic, uh, we had to do things remotely and I had to make a studio in my house. And yeah, that's just how I recorded it. And everything was just remote and we were just taking safety precautions. I always felt like my setup wasn't as good and like it just wouldn't capture the lines very well, but it worked out really well. And it was just weird at first, but everything's going good. So with the music in Cupid and the Reaper, I really wanted to make sure that we captured all of the great sounds and tunes that we had in the first season of Becoming Mother Nature and sort of carried it over into this season so that they matched, but also with the sort of new world and the, the universe sort of getting uh, expanded, I really wanted to make sure that um, it also had some new aspects to it and sort of took the story in uh, a whole bunch of new directions musically. In terms of sound design, we spent a lot of time working on what the sound of the powers would be, the sound of the uh, Grim Reaper moving from place to place, uh, arrows, what the magic arrow sounded like. It's all in an attempt to make the listener feel like they're right there uh, following along as if they're watching with their eyes, but they're hearing the movie uh, with their ears. Cupid and the Reaper is volume two of what we're calling the Natureverse. And the Natureverse is Gen Z Media's ever-expanding universe of family podcasts featuring kids who have superpowers based on mythical figures. So we've already met Mother Nature and the Grim Reaper and Cupid, but it makes you wonder who else is out there? Who else might we find going forward to join this super team? Fans of Becoming Mother Nature are going to love Cupid and the Reaper. It's a continuation of Chloe's story, of course, but it's also a new story with new characters. And you're going to see the beginning of this super team forming. The Natureverse is going to keep growing, and I can't wait to see who we meet next. This show is actually really cool, and they capture every aspect of the Reaper, Cupid, and just all these different characters. And they capture all of those aspects and just put them into kids' bodies, basically. This show takes a very interesting twist to superheroes. You know, when you think superheroes, you think Spider-Man, Superman, those are the kinds of superheroes, but you don't think mythology. So it's very interesting to see the way that mythology is depicted as some sort of superhero, supervillain kind of um, show. Hey, Chris Terry again. So there you have it. Be sure to check out Cupid and the Reaper when it launches February 12th. It'll drop every Friday, once a week for 10 weeks after that. Be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. You can also head on over to our website at gzmshows.com and listen there. We'll see you out there in the Natureverse. Hey, Prime members, listen to Becoming Mother Nature ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids and Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. The world is full of inspiring people who've achieved unimaginable feats. 
Whose Amazing Life is a podcast from Wondery for the whole family that celebrates these one-in-a-million stories. We walk you through the life's journey of a legend in their field. But here's the trick. You won't know whose story you're hearing until the end of the episode. Follow Whose Amazing Life on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the 6 Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the 6 Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for 6 Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard 6 Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for 6 Minutes, start a season 1, episode 1, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of 6 Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.